Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Insta. And, of course, on your favorite podcast delivery system, where we are looking for a five-star rating from you today for our breakdown of the 2021 Baseball World Series, the National League champion Atlanta Braves versus the American League champion Houston Astros. And my champion is alongside me. Mike, how's it going? Good, buddy. I'm uh, proud to be a champion today in your world. Uh, I would love to run around with the unicorns and rainbows that you got going on in your head, buddy. Um, ah. But uh, let's take a look at this World Series. A uh, very interesting two teams that... Um, weren't really predicted predicted at the beginning of the year, especially the Braves, I think. Uh, and even halfway through the season, they were scuffling to be near 500, and they lost uh, Ronald Acuna, Acuna early in the season with a terrible leg injury, and uh, Osuna off the field had some legal issues, and so he's rightfully not on the roster and, uh, you know, the Braves front office uh, uh, did a great job picking up, you know, Jock Peterson uh, and other people to fill in those spots out there in the outfield. And uh, here they are in the World Series, Dave, against a uh, Houston Astros team that is their fifth consecutive appearance in the World Series. Do I have that right? I wrote that uh, down. No, three out of the last five years. Three out of the last five. Okay. I thought I when I wrote it down, I'm like, that's not right. And then I forgot to go back and check it. <laughs> so forgive me, folks. But still, uh, perennially, you know, a, a contender. Uh, but not with the pitching that they've had in the past. And we're going to get into that a little bit. Their starting pitching is struggling. Uh, Lance McCullers, their ace this season, uh, forearm tightness. And missed the entire uh, championship series uh, with uh, with that injury, and not sure if he's going to pitch here in the World Series. Uh, we haven't seen the official rosters or lineups come out yet uh, for this game. We're probably uh, six hours away from first pitch, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he's even on the roster. How hurt he really is, uh, but it's going to be a, a fun series. Now, remember, folks, Houston. Their only World Series win is that tainted 2017 debacle, um, you know, with the confirmed cheating scandal. It's not innuendo. It's not hinted. It's not rumored. It's not hearsay. These guys admitted it to the league in exchange for immunity. The players got, and people lost their jobs and their careers over what they did in 2017. And, and so to kind of validate... Uh, where they are as an organization and where uh, they should start getting more respect as contenders would be to win this year and, you know, and prove that that was, yeah, yeah, we did that, but we can do it on our own also. Uh, that's definitely an angle that will be talked about a lot, I would imagine, on the broadcast and uh, something to keep an eye on, Dave. What do, what do you see about this series overall? <sighs> Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I remember uh, during the uh, American League Championship Series, uh, there was some conversation on one of the broadcasts about it. And I was really surprised to hear Joe Buck say, 
this isn't really a thing and they're you know we're all past this and like really downplayed really? the the cheating scandal um so maybe it is more in the fans minds than it is uh the players and the folks involved i, I think it's crazy crazy to think that this is not going to be discussed and 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 brought up quite a bit at least early on definitely tonight I would think, uh, particularly because it's the first game, particularly because they're in Houston, uh, where the alleged, uh, not alleged, as you said, where the confirmed, confirmed. cheating yeah. happened. Um, so I, my guess is it will be talked about. Uh, and as the series goes on, it will be talked about less and less. So we'll see. Uh, as far as rosters go, Mike, uh, they are out. Oh, okay. And... Uh, Lance McCullers is not on it, and Jake Odorizzi, who replaced him in the ALCS, is on the roster. So I'm assuming he is taking that same spot as far as that goes. Imagine Uh, being an Astros fan and Jake Odorizzi is going to start one of your World Series games. That's rough, buddy. Well, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Uh, You know, they used Zach Greinke in the ALCS. Uh, I have no confidence in him. Uh, I know we've talked over the years that he is just a, yep. you, you just can't, you can't guarantee, put anything on him for any kind of positive contribution in a big time playoff game. Right. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, the Braves don't really have a fourth starter either. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this, how this series plays out i think it's going to be a very close series i know we talked about this prior to coming on Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be close i think it's going to be low scoring because i think the braves pitching uh is going to keep the games low scoring and keep the houston offense in check enough so that we don't see uh a 12 to 10 12 to 9 uh 11 to 7 kind of game doesn't mean there won't be one of them but i don't think that's going to be what happens in every game no, I agree. I don't think the Braves' starting lineup is as well-rounded enough to have those kind of slugfest. If that's what's going to happen, the Astros are going to win those games. Uh, you know, the Braves are certainly uh, strong, uh, top-heavy in the lineup with uh, Ozzy Albies, who I think is a tremendous second baseman. And um, I've heard comparison on a show today to Carlos Baerga. I don't really like that one. I think he's faster than Bayerga was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like the comparison to uh, Robbie Alomar, the spitter, if you will. Oh, um, yes, the spitter. Yes, be able to that's, hit. that's the only way I refer to him, <laughs> the spitter. Be able to hit from both sides with some power, steal bases, and play a tremendous second base. Um, and, you know, uh, Austin Riley of course the left uh, started in left field in his career and now he's the third baseman and as soon as they moved him to third base just took off uh, from the plate and carried this team with you know over 30 home runs and 107 RBI uh, but you have the monster in the middle there Freddie Freeman Dave uh, great to see him get to a world series and uh, the way he's performed he had some rough spots here uh, to start out the championship series but then really picked it up always seems to come up uh, in clutch moments and deliver. Uh, he can take the ball the other way. And when those games are in Houston, 
uh, with all those nooks and crannies out there or that uh, ridiculous ballpark design they have in the outfield. Um, it could be very interesting what they can do. Uh, but once you get into the Dansby Swansons and the other guys in the lineup for Atlanta, I think it drops off dramatically uh, compared to Houston, who's you know well-rounded all the way. Uh, from top to bottom and, uh, you know, starting with uh, the little spark plug, uh, Jose Altuve at the top. It still amazes me for his size, uh, the talent he has and the power he has in his bat uh, is just so consistent. Um, so I think the lineups are um, a little heavy-handed towards Houston uh, just for straight power and hitting. What do you think, buddy? Yeah, I agree. And as I uh, doing the research, Mike, it seems that that's where a lot of the experts are uh, giving the Astros the edge uh, okay. to to win the series. Is that their their lineup is so much deeper? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I don't disagree. Uh, they definitely have the better lineup top to bottom. Uh, but I just I, I don't know. I was so impressed with the Braves uh, against the Dodgers. Their the starters, uh, the bullpen, uh, which isn't to say that Houston's uh, bullpen didn't do good against the Red Sox, but right. I, I don't know. I just felt like Atlanta's pitching just seemed to be that much more of an edge, mm-hmm. uh, and you know we have. Well, I don't know that we have said this, but an old adage is good pitching beats good hitting. And I just really feel that that's where that's at. That being said, and to start to get into some numbers for you, something that scares me is Jose Altuve hit 125 in the ALCS and Alex Bregman hit 217 Mm. in the ALCS. To me, that those numbers are ones that it scares me because I think they're going to, they could both tear the cover off the ball in the world series uh, just based on their struggles. Now they had their big hits. Don't sure. get me wrong. Sure. They, they played roles, but overall, you know, in a six game series, they did not hit the ball well. And so that if, and if I'm a Braves pitcher fan, that would worry me. So you think they're due? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that yeah, that is certainly a possibility. Water now, always uh, rises to its level, so to speak. Or they yeah, play and, to the back of their baseball cards. Yep. Right. And certainly, you know, you could say a six-game stretch is small. I mean, some players can have, you know, 18, 20-game stretches where they don't hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And they could be in the midst of one of those. But it just... I don't know. It just makes me think they're going to turn that around a little bit. Uh, and we'll have to see. Uh, the other piece, uh, Mike, is when you look at, when you go to the Braves and Eddie Rosario. Yeah. My goodness. Can that, uh, that guy, uh, the only person that I can remember that hit scalding like this uh, was David Ortiz. And I think, was it the 2007 World Series, I don't know. Uh, well, they just couldn't get him out. It was yeah. It they just even... couldn't. They just couldn't get him out. Well, and Randy Rosarena two years ago or last year. Last you year, know, yeah, it was the same way. But yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, what you very, mean. very similar. And so uh, we'll see. Now, 
I got another interesting stat for you. Okay, buddy. Um, so what I was reading is looking at uh, players who are really hot in the in the league championship series and come into the World Series, and what do they do? Because some of these players, like Eddie Rosario, are just you know just hitting the ball, and you just figure, well, they can't keep that pace up. Well. There is some truth to that. So going back, uh, they went back to 1999, ironically the last year that the Braves were in the World Series. Right. Um, and they looked, they found 30 players who were uh, League Championship Series MVPs, and 28 of the 30 had a lower OPS in the World Series. That's 93%. Wow. Okay. And the average of of all of those players, OPS was 695. And you go, well, okay, 695. Yeah, you want about seven and a quarter, but okay. You know, not there. terrible, yeah. not terrible. But when yeah. you look at 27 of those 30 had an OPS between 905 and 1,850. Mm, and dropped that low. Then you yeah. see dropping upwards of 300 points in OPS in the World Series. So it doesn't mean that uh, Eddie Rosario won't continue a lot like we saw a Rosarena, but mm-hmm. it's very likely that he will have a fairly significant drop-off. And that's fine. It just means that somebody else in the Braves lineup or multiple people just need to pick it up just a little bit more. Yeah, and, you know, he's kind of uh, swapped – uh, positions with Ho- Jorge Soler, you know, he took kind of took over for him when he was running cold, and now maybe they'll run it back the other way, uh, and Soler could pick it up. But that's a that's a great stat, Dave. Thank you for for sharing that. That was awesome. You know, I, I kind of think it's going to come down to uh, the middle relievers. Obviously, the Astros with their hurt starters and starters with inexperience. You know, you're going to get. Uh, I mean, Luis Garcia is a rookie who looks like he's going to be good, um, but, you know, we don't know how far he's going to get. Um, it's, can they bridge the gap to get to Ryan Presley and Kendall Graveman in, in the back end of their bullpen? Uh, they've got Ryan Stanek, who we, uh, as Yankee fans, know from the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, that Yimmy Garcia looks nasty. Uh, Phil Mayton, you know, some of these guys are going to have to step up. You know, like, who are these guys? Well, by the end of the World Series, if you don't know their names, uh, that's trouble for the Astros because uh, they've got a longer way to go than the Braves pitching staff who have, you know, three really good starters with uh, Morton and Max Fried and my boy Ian Anderson. Um, And so they don't need to maybe put somebody out there that's a little more sketchy than, you know, what uh, what the Astros are doing. And if they can get to uh, Will Smith, their closer, and Tyler Matzik, um, they're going to be in great shape. So uh, really, in my mind, it's, you know, it'll be two different pitching styles and pinch hitting styles too. In the National League Park, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what the Astros and Dusty Baker uh, does with the pitcher spot uh, coming up. And, you know, you, you, you lose Jordan Alvarez as a batter uh, in the DH position, and that's huge. He's, 
he's a, a monster in there and uh so uh, a lot of intricacies for sure uh and i think about dusty baker and the playoffs uh the one lasting image for me of course and probably for a lot of older fans is his son uh running to pick up the bat as the bat boy back in what 2002 and jt snow scooping him up like uh a bundle a loaf of bread and, and saving his life probably because there was going to be a play at the plate oh that, yes oh my goodness of course i was just reading dave that kid got drafted by the washington nationals last year that's how old he is he's playing minor league baseball for the nationals um i don't know if they did it as a favor to dusty because he you know spent some time with that organization but uh yeah very interesting battle of of managers too, you know, uh, Snicker has been with the Braves organization for forever in his baseball career, you know, worked his way up through the minor leagues and, uh, you know, finally got this position and he's loved by his, um, by his players and the front office and the fans and Dusty Baker, he was brought in to really calm down all the cheating scandal. I mean, how, how are you going to give Dusty Baker a hard time? He, first of all, he wasn't there, so he can always lean back on that. But he's just the nicest, most uh, calm personality, you know, with the public and with with the press. So, uh, you know, the Astros didn't bring him in necessarily for his baseball decisions as much as his uh, way to handle everything else. Uh, so it'll be quite interesting to see how all that plays out for me. You know, the... the um, there's not a lot of managerial decisions in the game anymore, um, but certainly what relief pitchers and when to bring them in will be one of them, Dave. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we're going to talk and you're going to hear all the talk about the the metrics and the stats and all of this stuff. And, you know, that drives a lot of these decisions. Right. Uh, it, and it's really, they're just looking at the numbers. It's not very often anymore that any of the managers are, uh, you know, off the cuff uh, making decisions. And, you know, you're looking back on it and saying, wow, that was a great decision right there. Uh, there's so many statistics that back all of this up. And so uh, it, it makes it even less. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as that goes, but they'll still, the managers will still get credit for some of those things. They still have to say, yes, go out and get them. Let's go out and right. change, you know, I'm going out to change the pitcher and that kind of stuff. What I think is interesting with Dusty Baker is he has a history of failure in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he's got that, uh, on his shoulders, in the back of his mind, whatever you want to say. I would say, though, that this is probably the most talented team that he has had yeah. uh, in any of his playoff runs. And I, I think that that has the potential to make a difference. Uh, there's a lot of sentiment out there to get Dusty a World Series title. He's done everything else, sure. managed multiple teams in the playoffs, won division titles, gotten to a World Series, uh, was a, a fairly accomplished player. Uh, he's done everything. It, you know, he's kind of, Mike, in some ways, uh, very similar to Joe Torre when he was managing the Yankees. And if you remember 1996 okay. and how they put up, they haven't done this with Dusty Baker, but how they put up the, and I believe Joe Torre was over 2,000 games mm -hmm. uh, without even, that was without even making it 
to a World Series, let alone winning one. Uh, he was over a thousand, I believe, as a player and as a manager. Yeah. Uh, so Dusty Baker, in a similar, I mean, he's been to one World Series, so not quite the same. Uh, but there's a lot of sediment out there uh, for him to win, and it, so we'll see. But he has been a steadying hand for Houston given all of what has happened in the past. I completely agree with you there. He he's a, they, he has accomplished what the management wanted him to do. Gotcha. Very, very good point. So let's wrap it up here, Dave. Let's start with uh, give me a player for each team, and I'll do the same, that could potentially be the MVP. Um, maybe someone, you know, well, all right, I'll just leave it at that. Who could potentially yeah, just, be yeah. the MVP for each team? Uh, I'll start, you know, with the Braves. I think Freddie Freeman, um, the whole situation revolves around him. And if they, the Braves win and he has a decent series, uh, he'll he'll get the MVP. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him deliver in multiple clutch situations. Um, for the Houston Astros, um, I think Carlos Correa, as much as I dislike him as a human being, uh, and his uh, tapping his wrist and saying it's my time. Uh, it is his time. That that guy is so good uh, at shortstop and uh, can carry the team on his back. Um, you know, in the middle of that lineup. So uh, two obvious ones, I guess, there with Correa and Freeman. But um, they're the stars of their teams. Yep, uh, no doubt. I, I was thinking myself. Freddie Freeman, and that's a bit chalk. Uh, I've been known at times to not go chalk with some of these picks, so that's where I'm going to go uh, with Atlanta. I really like Austin Riley. Uh, he has had a good playoff, shown the ability to uh, perform in the clutch, and so I'm going to say Austin Riley okay. uh, gets the MVP just to try to, to pick some somebody a little bit different. Uh, as far as that goes, I, I think he certainly has that potential and particularly also uh, playing on the infield and with his defense, uh, certainly right. a couple of really nice plays at third base could, you know, put him kind of over the top as far as that goes uh, when you're looking at MVP uh, pieces. As far as the Astros go, oh. It's really interesting because I, yeah, Correa is obviously the, I think that. I mean, the, him and Altuve are the two obvious. Uh, Bregman's a guy that could pop up and really make a huge difference. He's kind of had a rough season with his uh, on-again, off-again injuries and really wasn't yeah. consistently there for them. And so I could see him you know, popping up a little bit and and doing something special? Uh, I'm going to go way off. I'm going to okay. say Kyle Tucker, okay. uh, the right fielder. He's had a tremendous year, and I could see him catching fire and just being one of those players, uh, as he has for most of the year, flown under the radar, right. uh, but done uh, really, really well. So Good. I'm going to go with Kyle Tucker as my – MVP pick if the Astros are to win the World Series. Wonderful, wonderful. Do, let me ask you this. Will any of the starters pitch long enough 
and actually get a win in one of these World Series games? I think it's likely uh, to see some of the starters. I think it's going to be more relievers getting wins right. than starters. And so honest, in saying that, maybe one of the relief pitchers ends up getting MVP because uh, I think Mike and I are both, I think of the mindset that, uh, well, Mike has said it, I haven't. I think the bullpen uh, for either team is going to be the key mm-hmm. uh, to who wins the series, whichever bullpen performs better. And that may mean uh, wins coming out of the bullpen. That being said, I still believe that the brave starters have an edge over the Astros starters. And you're going to see more wins. If Atlanta wins, you're going to see more wins out of their starters uh, than you will Houston. If Houston wins, I don't necessarily think that means their starters are going to have more wins. Yeah. I think, uh, you might have a chance the Braves winning a game in Houston's part uh, baseball park with the DH. You'll keep the starters in a little longer um, if he's doing well. So I do, I do think though uh, we're in an era where relievers get more wins than starters, uh, as it is anyway. With wins is a dying stat uh, when you're looking at pitching. Um, so we'll we'll see. I just think that was an interesting. Uh, thing to think about there so let's go dave um what's your prediction for which team wins the world series and how many games well uh, there's two things that work for me one is uh i don't care for the astros uh we've made that known over our time at think tank sports uh they're cheaters. They're, they always will be cheaters. I understand what you said, Mike, at the top about them being able to, you know, kind of overcome that and, and prove that they can do it on their own. They could prove it. They can do it on their own as long as it doesn't come out that they cheated again, right. uh, which we won't know, of course, until after things are over. Uh, I think it's going to be a very competitive series. And again, I'm so I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Good pitching beats good hitting. I'm going to take Atlanta to win, and I am going to say Atlanta in six games. Okay. Uh, I don't – I will be rooting for that hard. I'm going to make this personal for me. The way my sports fandom has been going over the last two years, uh, everything I root for, the opposite happens. Uh, so with all of their hitting and all of their uh, annoying habits and bat flipping and, you know, it's my time and all of those things, I think the Astros uh, are the cream of the crop here and win this thing in five games and we're all just angry about baseball for a couple of weeks until we forget about it, cleanse our palates of this season, and and look forward to next year. So uh, there we are at Think Tank Sports, folks, thinking about uh, an exciting World Series about to begin uh, here on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, All the games are 8.09 or 8.15 pitches uh, on Fox, so uh, you'll have your boy Joe Buck bringing you in uh, for all of those games, and... um, I'll be interested to see what they do Sunday because there is a Sunday game at 8.15. I don't know if Buck's going to do football 
and then fly. Uh, I know for a fact he's not doing football. I heard him oh, okay. talking uh, before the playoffs started uh, with the Mad Dog, and he said that in past years he's done the flip-flop, and this year he is not. He is staying with the baseball through the World Series and will pick up football after the World Series is done. Interesting. Very interesting. So, um, so we might get a game or two that we can enjoy ourselves um, without Joe Buck. But uh, either way, folks, tune in, support baseball. You know, they say it's an old man sport, uh, and we need to change that. And so talk about it with your friends at work and at school and at home. Um, hopefully you have lots of friends at home you can talk to about it. Uh, talk to your uh, kids. Talk to your wives. Uh, get some excitement going about the World Series, no matter what we feel about uh, the stinking Houston Astros team. Um, you know, we can still put that away and root for baseball. Work, root for a great series. And uh, one other thing real quick, I'm rooting uh, that the umpires are not even mentioned. Like, we don't even have to think about who they are and what happened um, it's been a rough, uh, rough season for the umpires. Yeah, the boys boy, in blue Mike, need a nice series to to end the the season on. Yeah, and I I wish that was the case, but as it has happened, as you have said, there's going to be I think multiple games where the umpires are going to be in the mix yep. with a missed call or a call that you know, yep. uh, anything along those lines. Unfortunately, I think the umpires are going to be in the mix, uh, which is disappointing. A great thing, the way the World Series has lined up, I think, Mike, and uh, is they have games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. Ah. Uh, all of the games in Atlanta are, are there, so there's opportunities for people to watch almost half of the series on the weekend where you might not have other content. the day but i understand that you have football going on all day both of those days but yeah they're not even trying to compete with that nope nope they're not so we will see how it all plays out uh but i think that's a positive as far as viewing goes and we'll see how the numbers go uh we will have to as we get into the series talk about how the viewing is uh for this world series you don't have although houston is a very houston atlanta are big cities uh not sure how uh it's going to draw from a tv perspective so that'll be something else interesting that we will follow as uh as the series moves along but it should be exciting folks uh the playoffs to this point have been very compelling lots of big moments lots of performances in the clutch both pitchers locking it down and hitters uh driving in winning runs I believe that's going to continue in the World Series. And so there should be some really, really good, compelling games. So I agree with Mike. Tune in, watch the games, talk about them. It should be great. We will talk about them here on Think Tank Sports. And remember, folks, here at Think Tank Sports, we strive for five.